Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and we're joined by one of the all-time greatest of the greatest, Magic Johnson, giving you the Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise, new documentary, They Call Me Magic, an Mm. Apple original doc featuring Magic Johnson, April 22nd, Apple TV Plus. Good morning, Magic. Good morning, Max. How you doing, man? And what the hell Keyshawn doing somewhere else and I'm sitting here in the studio? I, I know, man. Uh-uh, 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 no, no, Buck. Hell, no, no, man. Hell, tell him, no. Key. Tell him uh-uh. why. Tell him why, Key. <laughs> no, Buck. So check this out. When I made my, my spring break schedule with the kids, oh, they okay. made you, you know, they, they had you come in when I was on okay. break. Okay. Then I was supposed to fly in. For Monday, but the weather out here in West Palm Beach got me. Okay. So, okay. you know, I, I couldn't I couldn't get there. Well, when you throw mama and the kids in, I, you know exactly. I can't go. Oh, uh, low blow. I, I, that, that's it right there. You yeah, know I, got, I love, I you I love the wife. That. You know I love mama. So I saw him one time we in uh, Laguna. I'm with Mama Cookie, and he with Mama. And, and so I said, oh, Key, we hanging out at the same place having brunch and everything. So I cannot say anything bad about Mama. Okay, Key? Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> but I want since you can't say nothing bad about Mama, can you tell me something good about the Lakers? Because we done dropped six straight, man. I, I don't I, – I feel like I'm playing. I can't sleep at night watching this stuff. No, it's, it's – it's, uh, unfortunately, bad basketball. Um, it's not winning basketball. Um, they're they can't stop anybody. You know, Key and J. Will Max. You know, the big game was Friday. I said this is going to tell me a lot about the Lakers. Okay, this is the team that we get, we got to beat New Orleans. Okay, it's right in front of us. Do we really want this? Can can we make a move in terms of, okay, we'll put San Antonio behind us. We can beat the Pelicans. Man, we got down to winning time last three or four minutes, and we couldn't stop them. All we had to do was stop them. We were up 20 at one time. We were up seven with like five, six to go. I'm saying, man, we're going to win this game. Thought, thought they were going to win. Yeah. Can't play defense, man. We didn't make – the big play to turn the game in our favor. And uh, and then we keep making the same mistakes. So even with Russ playing, now I got to give him credit. The last two or three weeks he's been playing good. Even yesterday against Denver, he mm-hmm. played pretty good basketball. So um, even with Russell, AD, LeBron, you mean we couldn't beat the Pelicans, Key? Come That's what on, I said. Man. I couldn't. But, it, they, we were talking about on our pre-show yesterday, Jay. The first thing I said is, I knew it was a wrap, but once I realized we were at full strength and we couldn't beat the Pelicans, I said, I'm canceling Christmas now. But, Key, here, here's the thing that killed me, though, Buck, against the Pelicans, and that, we're not even going to the Denver game yeah. yet. When I saw Jackson Hayes literally run LeBron over, like LeBron was on that fast break. He just ran, and nobody responded. No, no. AD went up and kind of like chirped at him, but it no, wasn't. No. And my thing is, like, when I look at championship teams, like, that would have led to something. Oh, a, a skirmish. Pushing, something. Somebody going to run up and grab him. Um, but, see, we haven't been a team, Jay, all season. We haven't. Um, it's, it's, we got 15 individuals. Mm. This hasn't been. We've been playing as a unit. 
it's been um, more or less a great game by LeBron or maybe a great game by Russ or a great game by AD, but it's never been – when we do something great, do you see everybody high-fiving, hugging? Like the other teams, they be running out to half court greeting their guys, and you don't see that with the Lakers. So it's something missing, and um, and the fan base is just going crazy. Magic, you when you got there, when you took over the basketball operations – um, that was when Jeannie took it from Jim. Mm-hmm. Now Magic is there. Mm-hmm. And that laid the foundation for getting LeBron, right? right. All of a sudden it was, oh, it's the Lakers again. Mm-hmm. It's a place that guys want to go. Mm-hmm. You get, And you got a champion. You got AD and a championship right. out of it. Right. That's not a small thing. That's right. a big thing. Right. Here we are now with a three-headed monster that doesn't <clears> – they're now always hurt. They're it's not working. Is there what, – what is to be done now going forward when you look at the Lakers? To me, Max, it's still about a three-year plan. You can't do a – see, you tried to win it this year. You can never do that to me. To me, you always got to say, okay, what do we look like next season, but what are we going to look like the season after and the season after to me? DeMar DeRozan, he wanted to play for the Lakers. This man is having an MVP season. I got the call from his agent. Said, hey, man, we want to come home. I know Aaron Goodwin very well. He know Aaron. So he called me. I said, okay, let me call Rob. Bam. Hey, I, I passed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know look. <laughs> no look. <laughs> I know look. I said, hey, talk to Aaron. You guys work that out. I'm out of it now. And... It didn't happen, and but they were negotiating. And then here comes this Westbrook thing out of nowhere. If you make the DeRozan signing, you trade Kuzma, because he, he didn't want to be with the Lakers no more because of AD, blocking his minutes and his time. Young guy, want minutes, he want shots. You get Buddy Hill. That's all they had to do. Buddy oh. Hill, DeRozan. Max, all man, three levels. Max, I told yeah. you. Listen, Phoenix can't handle that. You get them, them two guys with AD and LeBron. Oh man! Mid range take check, outside check, inside <laughs> check. <laughs> That's all we all had the to boxes. Do. Yep. That's all we had to do. And so, and then you put yourself in a position not for just this season. You put yourself for next season and the season after. Because that's one thing about those two guys are young guys. And we needed to bring some young guys who will keep LeBron fresh, who will keep AD fresh. And then if somebody hurt, you know, you're seeing it right now with DeRozan. He can go off for 40 points. He's doing it with the Bulls. So that's what really hurt the Lakers, not making those two moves, settle moves. And guess what? Jay will we get to keep Caruso? Yeah, <laughs> we get to huge keep KCP. KCP. We those are our best two on-ball defenders. defenders. Them guys lock up people, and I and I was on with Stephen A. I said, man, they can't let Caruso go. And what happens? Let him go. Mm. Unselfish. Don't care about shots. Number, he was top ten in steals, deflections. That Caruso, mm-hmm. he makes a difference. And taking charges, that turns a team around. That puts you in a position to be playing winning basketball. But we don't have those guys. Now nah, we brought in all these offensive dudes. So, so Jay, you know how that go, man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> if they're not shooting well, 
they, they can't give you anything else. Magic Johnson, basketball Hall of Famer, arguably, in my opinion, the best point guard to ever lace him up, five-time NBA champion, three-time NBA MVP, and the rest is history. I don't even feel like going on the rest of the resume because it, it's too I'll long. Be here, How much time all, do we have? <laughs> I'll be here all damn day mm. trying us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Magic, well, I'll let you just say it, right? Why is it not working, though, with the three, other than the obvious port of being injured in and out of lineup, but even when they together, it just doesn't seem right. You got three future Hall of Famers that can't figure out how to win games. Well, well, you just said it, and you can't blame, put everything on Vogel, right? Um, Sometimes when you get to that level and you've won, all those guys have won MVPs, all those guys – uh, have been superstars on other teams. I'm talking about all three of those guys. So at some point, somebody's got to say, look, man, we we got to change things or we got to do this better. And Or, hey, Russ, where do you like it? Where do you like to to, to uh, have the ball? And let, let me work with you. So do you like the right side? And if I got to space out, then I'll space out for you and let you go one-on-one. Or what's the best plays that you had in Houston or, or Washington or OKC? So, so that way they can understand how to play with the man. And he has to do the same thing with them. My problem, Key, was there has been no accountability. And so somebody's got to say, you know what, fans – we haven't gotten this thing right. You know what? I haven't played well. You know, every time I didn't play well, I owned up to that. Kobe owned up to that. Uh, you know, Shaq, Kareem, James Worthy, they owned up to that. Unfortunately, with this team, it hasn't been that. And so when the fans are waiting or the writers are waiting, or what happened? It's always deflection. Da-da-da-da-da. Uh, or, um, well, they just play better than us. No, 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 no. You got to say, hey, we got to play better, and these are the things we have to do to get better. And so that's where the fans are upset right now because there's no accountability on why we're not going to make the playoffs. So, Key, who's to blame? So right after that last game, they're going to have to figure out who's to blame for this mess, mm. right? Because at least make the playoff. I mean, the play in. Gonna, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're not going to make either the play in or the play off. Look, I feel like I, I know how this movie goes. Like the movie goes where Frank Vogel will be oh, the scapegoat. No question. Right? He will be the first. But I have to ask you, man, like, is this a Rob Palenka thing? Well, he's got to take some blame too. You know, you, you got to give Frank some blame because of defense. You got to. Rob, hey, you put the team together. Yeah. So, and then guys, somebody going to have to stand up and say, you know what? Everybody, we just didn't play together well. We just didn't figure this thing out. Remember, Jay, the press killed them on signing all these mm-hmm. old guys. Remember, everybody was saying, oh, man, this is not going to work. And then they all got mad. Brian had that tweet. <laughs> y'all, I'm going to remember when y'all call us old. That's yep. right. That's right. Everybody got mad. Well, who was right? The press. <laughs> mm. All those writers knew that this thing was going to work. It, it came out to be true. And now I'm, I'm going to sit back and wait and see what happens and see 
who takes ownership. And then you might have to come back with the same team. Because you're going to have to do something, man. They need shooting and they need. Well, well you, I don't think you can trade Westbrook. AD. Well, I don't know if, 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 if he's going to pull a trigger like that <laughs> <laughs> after what just happened. You know, I would love to see AD just be healthy, but he has to change things himself to be healthy, right? And so um, that's, a, that's a move, Max, but. I don't think with all that's going on, you have to have you have to stand up and say, you know what, I can take the heat, and I don't think they can take the heat on trying to trade AD. Mm-hmm. You know, so, it, it's a thing you might have to look at. And I'm sure this: if Chicago don't play as well as, or they get bounced in the first round, Chicago should be the first one calling the Lakers, the Knicks. Should be calling. Look the at Lakers. you trying to get Caruso back, real quick. Hey, Jay Will, I want him in the worst way. Put you the rose in the package. Come on home, come AD. On, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Will, hey, you know I want Caruso back. Caruso is my man. I saw him from. The, we developed him from the G League. Before that, it was the D League, then the G League, and then he came up. Man, and he's just been special. See, you got to have them role players. That's why Phoenix is so good. That's why Milwaukee is so good. Giannis, I mean, best in the world, right? Uh, KD, Giannis, those dudes are just, it's their league now, right? LeBron, of course, always going to be special and, and be the man. But those two, and then Embiid playing like a uh, MVP. And then, man, I, the Joker, man, whoo. Mm. I've never seen somebody move that slow and Thank easy. You. That's what I be saying, <laughs> man. Kill you all man. at the same time. Oh, man. man. I try to tell Jay that all the time. Oh, I'm like, man, man, that dude got gravy boots. Yeah, yeah but, but he know what he's doing. Man. And then he bump you. Key, he'll get down and throw that shoulder into you, bump you off, and that big man going backwards, and he just finished. And then he just go down. <laughs> Magic, I mean, so he, he, he's beautiful. Go, go ahead, Key. No, I was going to ask you, so when when we look at this Laker team and we look at the offseason and we look at trying to figure out what we can do to rebuild it, and you had the dealings with, with LBJ and, mm-hmm. and, and Rich Paul when you was there, is it fair that LeBron and Rich Paul, gets a lot, they get a lot of criticism for having too much influence on the Lakers organization? Is that fair? Well, I think that all superstars key – are in, in especially in the NBA, are always going to be involved in decision making, right? And uh, Jerry West and Doctor Bus called me, and uh, Kobe when he was there for twenty years, uh, always had input, and rightfully so because we know who can play, who can't play, and on and on and on. Um, now, Rich Paul has two two superstars on the Lakers. You know, he represents both LeBron and AD. So, you know, you know the agent is going to have some type of input because of that. Uh, But, listen, they got to get together and make real good decisions based on not just next year but the next couple years. Key, I don't know if you can throw a first-round pick and try to trade Russell Westbrook because we don't have any first-round picks. So you might have to say he might have to be here 
and use that $47 million that he's going to make. Can you imagine Westbrook would be the highest-paid player in the NBA next year? And so, uh, so you might have to have him play and say, listen, these three weeks you've been playing great, that's how I want you to play all next season, right? And so they may have to keep this team together. Not the role players are all on one-year contract, so you can bring in, what, nine new guys because uh, Horton – He's got to stay as well because he signed a three- or four-year deal. So, And maybe you would look to move him. But mm. I don't see a lot of great moves. There might be nice small moves, but not no big moves. I don't know if you're going – I don't think they're going to trade AD. I, I really don't. Magic, we, I'd like you to weigh in on something. <clears throat> Kareem had some comments about LeBron, uh-huh. why he's been – critical of LeBron. This is at a press conference at the unveiling of a social justice trophy bearing Kareem's name, right? Mm-hmm. So he, he's talking about why he's been critical of LeBron. Well, it just comes from, you know, some of the things that he's done and said um, are really beneath him, as far as I can see, for some of the great things that he's done, you know? It's, he's standing on both sides of the fence almost, you know? I, that... I. It makes it hard for me to, you know, accept that uh, when he's uh, committed himself to uh, a, a different uh, take on on everything. Uh, you know, it's 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 hard to uh, one. You know, well, it's hard to figure out uh, where he's standing. You know, you got got to check him out every time. So Kareem Magic then tweeted out this response in response to the response of his comments, right. right? He wanted to clean it up a little bit. Today, a reporter asked me a question about LeBron James, and I regret my offhanded response, which has been blown out of proportion. For years, I've expressed my deep admiration and respect for LeBron as a commu- community leader and athlete that hasn't changed and never will. What do you make of all of the whole thing? Well, you know, listen, Kareem is old school, so he's been in, back when Bill Russell and, all these Jim, uh, Jim Brown and all these guys, Muhammad Ali, they were the first athletes to protest and get out in front and talk about all, you know, uh, discrimination and and uh, racial equality, on and on and on. So um, the thing with LeBron, I don't know what he was talking about on the line, on the fence, or about different things. I'm glad that he did clean it up. Um Listen, LeBron is the standard for athletes today. Everybody follows him. He's been out front on a lot of issues, but not just issues, giving scholarships, um, the way he carries himself. Uh, he's a he's the ultimate role model. And then also, too, when guys talk about brand, you know, they should always look to him, right, because – his brand has always been clean, and it stands for something. So Cap, you know, he probably just said, you know what, maybe I said something I shouldn't have said because I love, I love Kareem. He's so smart and so intelligent. And uh, actually, Kareem is the smartest athlete I've ever met in my entire life, right? So um, I'm glad he cleaned it up. Mm-hmm. Buck, you got They Call Me Magic. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, uh, what, what propels you? To, to do something like this with Apple? Uh, Jay, well, great question. It was really a last dance with Michael Jordan. So my phone, right after Michael's went off, uh, that last show, my phone just started blowing up. 
from people all over the country. When are you going to do yours? We want to hear from you now. And so, uh, so I said, oh, man, okay, I should do, I should do one. And so we got a great uh, partner in Apple uh, TV Plus. And then, you know, Michael, Larry Bird, President Obama, President Clinton, uh, Snoop, all these people, different people are in it, all my business partners. So it's going to be great. And it, uh, we'll launch April 22nd, mm-hmm. my family. So it's a whole take from Lansing, Michigan, Michigan State, all the way up to uh, the Lakers and also me being a businessman. So that's what I like about it. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. Ooh, a magic Johnson so, so, doc. So, so, can't wait. So, yeah. so Buck, this ain't yeah. so Buck. This ain't that 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 drama BS. That winning time. This real. This is no. This, this, this is my real folks. Yeah, this yeah, is the real. Yeah, it's the Thank real you, one. Key. Thank you, Key. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched one episode, so I Me don't either. know what what that is, Key. And you were right in the middle of it, you know. And so, and I met this young fella. I met this young fella, Key from Duke, you know, this little point guard, man. <laughs> and, and he was doing his thing. And I said, boy, you a bad boy. I said, Jay Will was just doing his thing. And uh, so, you know, when you think about it, Key, I'm so happy that I'm able to tell the real story. Yeah. And, and um, so it's going to be fun. I'm having my kids in it. My wife is in it. You know, and people always say, well, what's the difference with you and Michael? I said, that's the difference. It was the Bulls. Mm. This is my family. This is my parents are in it, my brothers and sisters, you know, on and on and on. So everything that I've been able to do in life and inspire people and and uh, really my teammates, I love it, uh, Max. So that's what it's all about. And my boy, Key, you know, all the businesses that he built, I was there and uh, we had fun together and he's still a businessman. What Jay is doing today, and I can't wait to do his show. And uh, and I, and Max got a show. I still haven't been invited. Uh, on, you know? yes, I always on. watch it because I got to get the the boxing stuff. <laughs> you are an expert in that boxing, bro. And I said, okay. This just in. He think I didn't know. See, uh, I've been watching it. <laughs> well, listen, don't worry, Magic it every has a standing in show. Yeah, Magic's got a <laughs> handsome host at this just in. I don't know much about it, but a handsome host. I noticed that. The great Magic Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the the doc, I mean, a new Magic doc. Are you kidding? It's, I'm, yeah. in it. I'm in it. I'm no. taking it feels notes. like my birthday. I'm trying right to understand here. the blueprint. <laughs> I'm trying to understand the blueprint, Buck. Uh, <laughs> Show it to me. Anytime, Jay Will. Gotcha, you know man. it, baby. Magic, great to me. see you as always. Oh, God bless you guys. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. The madness continues. Westwood One, NCAA Radio Network. 
the heels kick their rivals to the curb on their way to their 12th national title game. And in the process, end the career of the Hall of Fame coach, Mike Krzyzewski. Uh, can you just reflect on your career and what it's meant to I'm you? I'm not going to. I'd rather not. I'm not thinking about my career right now. This is ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. Not the first time we've heard of Houdini recently. Still bang. <laughs> it's still bangers, one after another. Houdini, one of the greatest albums of all time. Uh, Jerry Stackhouse, Vanderbilt head coach, All-American at UNC, is with us now on Keyshawn, J. Willemax on ESPN Radio. Coach, how was it seeing UNC beat Duke on Saturday night? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, gentlemen. And Jay, uh, man, it felt awesome, man, to be able to see, see those guys from where they started this year to come back and end the career of. I mean, I first got to start off, man. Jay stayed in my in my in my DM. You know, I mean, he was giving me a hard time about how we didn't do this with Coach K, I and mean, he stays in my DM. I hadn't heard anything from him. Since that game, I'm, I'm wondering and you, why. And you will not, Jerry. There will be radio silence for me for a long time. I'm trying to go <laughs> away. Put me in a hole, man. I, I understand. I understand. But no, man, we're we're super excited for tonight uh, for our guys that, for, for Hubert after you know some struggles early <clears throat> in the year. You know, having the you know, <clears throat> Carolina Nation really at his neck, and now he has <clears throat> an opportunity to to win a national championship. So we're we're happy and proud of, of what he's accomplishing and super happy for our student-athletes and what they're doing right now. <clears throat> Jay? Hey, Stack, so when you look at that game, Duke losing to UNC, and UNC and Hubert Davis taking care of business, now that they get a chance to go up against Kansas, how do you think they'll fare tonight? Man, I think it's going to be a battle of the bigs. I think with Baker, hopefully his ankle is, is 100% because McCormick had a, an unbelievable game. Um, they didn't even really use light foot. So, I mean, he's going to have fresh legs. So, I think it's going to come down to, to who controls the paint. Um, I think the guard play, who, who's going to be able to control the body. I thought Leaky Black did a great job on, um, on A.J. Griffin, kind of, you know, Kept him in check in that game. R.J. Davis was, was really good at the point of attack. Um, you know, him controlling their point guard is going to be huge as well. I think defense is what won the game uh, to get to the to national championship, and that's going to be the same case tonight. Stack, congratulations, I guess. <laughs> um, I got to ask you, big brother, man. Like, I, I mean, you've been in this coaching game for a while now, and uh, – Describe how difficult it is for a guy like Hubert, who literally a month ago, man, like I don't think anybody expected North Carolina. We were wondering if they would actually make the tournament. But to fill the shoes of a guy like Roy Williams in his first year to go to a national championship game, I mean, what? That, you never hear about that. Well, I think it's, man, I think he, the succession plan was in place. Again, I think that, you know, obviously they had to do some, you know, just to kind of save face. They spoke to a couple former players about possibly. I think everybody knew it was going to be Hubert. Uh, I think it was with, you know, with Roy Williams, with him being there, um, with him still probably, you know, wanting to have his, his input and his hand into things. Uh, even though, you know, Hubert has changed the style of play different from, from what 
Coach Williams did, um, it's still, he still has an imprint there. You still see him at every game. You still see his faith involved. And I, I don't think if you bring anybody from the outside, that would be the case. And I think it's a similar case with, with, with John and what's going to happen there with Coach KK. He's still going to be in the mix. It's still, you know, even though you know, everybody's like a farewell tour, you're still going to see his presence there, and, and rightfully so. Those guys deserve to be a part of this next phase as uh, as you grow out of you know of, of their legacy. Um, but it's you know, but but I think for Hubert, man, it, it was some tough moments. There's rough moments, especially when you have a, you know when you're a blue blood and you have that type of fan base when things don't go well. I always say the first guy in the door, you know, after a legend is the one that normally gets shot. But I think Hubert has done a good <laughs> job of stepping. Stepping to the forefront and, and, and handling those bullets uh, tremendously well. I think his faith allows him to do it, and just his, you know, his personality and who he is has allowed him to, um, to really, these kids to gravitate to him and, and be able to put him in this great position. Jerry Stackhouse, Vanderbilt head coach, 1995 first-team All-American at UNC and two-time NBA All-Star, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Jerry, now that UNC has an opportunity to make it number seven, uh, in NC2A championships oh. with Duke sitting. I know, Jay. I'm getting ready to start something. With it. Duke sitting at five, how far do you separate yourself at seven, your program from that Duke Blue Devil program? Well, no, I, mean, I think it's going to be huge, man. I think we, we want to continue to get separation from them. But, I mean, I think for us purists, our basketball, you know, folks that really like we're at this stage right now, let's go ahead and get the, get the job done. My son went to UNC. He's 25, and I, I saw on his Instagram post, he doesn't even care about the game tonight. only thing he cared about was beating Duke because, again, he's still there. And for those people that's in that area, it's more about the bragging rights. You had to be good to go up two on them, but we're already up one on them. So, you know, we, we feel safe. They still got to get another one just to tie us. Woo! So I think for, Talk we, that. we, we Talk definitely want to get the separation. We, we want to get the separation. But, man, to, to, to take care of business at Cameron, to come to the Final Four on the biggest stage and, you know, send Kay off the way that he did to beat Duke, for a lot of folks, that's already the national champion. It's just going to be a cherry on the top to, to, to get Kansas tonight. You'll never be able I, I to change no that stack. Never. I got no comment stack. That's got to be so – that's just got to be just on a personal level when you saw it. Jerry Stackhouse, you know, what was – I know we're up against it here. We got we to gotta get to the commercial, but I just got to know personally, as you're watching that unfold, what does that feel like? Man, it was just, uh, it was like, it was competitive greatness. I mean, I just thought guys stepped up and made big shots. Uh, I think that the, the love shot is going to be one that's going to be remembered forever. I mean, I, it was highly contested. I mean, as a as a basketball guy, I mean, it's like the, the the guard, you know, defensive guard should have gotten to the ball a little bit more to not let him get to the middle. You want to try to keep it on the side. He got Leaky Black set a great screen. He stepped up and made the, made a big play, man. One that's going to be remembered forever. But you know, again, I thought there was some some kind of ill advised timeouts. But again, that's just from a coaching standpoint. Uh, I thought we. They gave us some opportunity to set up some things and didn't really have any time out late, you know, going late into that game that, that helped us down the stretch. Jerry Stackhouse, ladies and gentlemen, uh, those words, oh, how they hurt Jay, because he agrees I with them. Hubert, oh. I'll man. Oh, he did. thanks. Thanks, right, Coach. Thanks, but no thanks, Stack. Three. Man, <laughs> do better. Do better, Jay. Do better. Man, do better. Hey, All right, Coach, brother. Jerry Appreciate Stackhouse. you guys, All man. Baby.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. What we have here, Jay, last night was Gino Ariema for the first time that he's ever been to the finals losing, right? It's not that he's won the finals every single year, but 14 straight final fours. Every time he's been to the finals until now, 11 straight times, he's won the whole thing. That's unheard of. And, and Key, Jay, it got us to thinking about, like, undefeated streaks, right? Because if you keep going long enough, someone's going to get you. Someone like a Rocky Marciano in boxing, heavyweight champ, retired undefeated, didn't start fighting world-class fighters until towards the end of his career. Floyd Mayweather, retired undefeated, he pick and chose. He fought, he fought a lot of great fighters, but he was at times careful about when he fought certain guys. Not like that in sports like basketball and football where you got to play whoever's there. Michael Jordan, 6-0. and You know, what are the other great undefeated streaks in the history of sports. Terry Bradshaw, 4-0, right? Joe Montana. Montana. I mean, anytime I think about anything, I get it, boxing, I got it, Max, you know, Floyd Mayweather, whoever, Rocky Marciano, the whole deal. But when when I think about undefeated, first person I always go to is Michael Jordan. Because Michael Jordan was really, clearly the first person in my era as far as I can remember, that this conversation of undefeated came up. We were not talking about Joe Montana's undefeated streak because Joe did it before Jordan, but we're not talking about Joe, or we weren't talking about Bradshaw. Once Jordan did the 3-0, then the 3-0, and we put it together and was like, 6-0? and and, and so that's the first time that it started to really resonate and come up. But, Key, you know what's so interesting about that, though? Like, when people make mention of Jordan 6-0, and like, I, I see it that way. But it's also, like, nobody then talks about all the times he got bounced early. No, no, that's true. You know what? But, but it's, it's interesting. It gets, it gets memory. It's true, but and he— But then, because when we have the conversation about LeBron, people like to use the fact that LeBron's gotten there so many times and not but, gotten but, over the hump. But, and but, it's but, used against him. And people don't know how hard it is actually to even get there. Yeah, but, but Jordan— But when you get to a championship I and you me. win versus losing— See, he went to the last thing, Max. Yeah, and he won other, six times, the last thing before vacation. The other thing about Jordan is every time he had another all-star, just one more. 
There were two seasons in his whole career where he played with another All-Star and didn't win the championship. Scottie Pippen's first All-Star season, where he had the migraine, so he was without an All-Star. Seventh game against the defending champs. And then when he came back without his basketball legs, the end of that season before the next 3 P. Otherwise, give Jordan an All-Star, he wins the championship in under seven games. You voted at KJ and Max on Twitter, and we listen. It's time for Choose Your Own Adventure. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio Series, XM Channel 80, your smart speakers. Choose your own adventure. You produce the show. You vote in it on Twitter, at KJ and Max. USC's, that's South Carolina's, <laughs> national <laughs> title. You want to talk about that? Don't try to throw no shade at USC, Max, because Columbia don't have one in water polo. percent <laughs> Get him, Key. 17%. Want us to talk about that? That loss to Colin Kaepernick throwing for uh, Michigan, right? Set we're at Michigan, seventeen two point point two percent. Yeah, he he uh, was he did a good job, I guess. I mean, well, you know. both those lose to the future of the Duke Blue Devils. Why are you looking at me? Twenty seven point four percent, but the winner by far is the DK Metcalf trade rumors, 38.3%. Here is Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL reporter on SportsCenter this morning on Metcalf being available in a trade. He is a name that's been buzzing in league circles in a big way. I've talked to some executives who think that maybe he would welcome a change or maybe Seattle might be willing to move him at the right price. But on the same token, the team has made publicly clear that they want to re-sign him. And I'm told Metcalf has got some indications behind the scenes that they want to keep him in their long-term plans. So something has to give, but it is all about the contract. He's a year away from free agency. Would be big money. That would be yesterday morning, 10 a.m. Sports Center, that he said that. Um, so Metcalf, Key... I don't know, like, uh, is he a difference maker? Well, I mean, he could be a difference maker for somebody to trade him. Look, here's the way that I see DK. I like him. He's a phenomenal player. But I don't believe that when you are the Seattle Seahawks, that DK Metcalf is the guy that's going to take your team to the Super Bowl. I think he could go to another team that's looking for a playmaking, big-time, home-run hitting wide receiver and add some value to that. If I'm Seattle, give me what you got. Tell me what you got, and you can have DK Metcalf. It make it make it so that I say no because I really don't want to pay a guy thirty million dollars, ninety five to hundred million dollars over the next three years to play wide receiver for me, and I'm not going to the championship. Doesn't work for us. Key, what do you think is missing there with him though? Because obviously physically, it, it, everything's there, right? It's just the mental side. Like what's no, nothing's, nothing's, nothing's I mean, missing but for him not to be a game changer for I you. I think, though. I think he, in seventeen games, he'll have six games as eye popping, and then the other, you know, eleven or nine or eight, he just gets bottled up. He disappears at times in the course of the games, and so it makes you go, well, you know, I, I don't know that I want to spend. $30 million for the inconsistency. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's get back to the Lakers. That's going to do it from here. As the Denver Nuggets win it 129-118. to 118. Jokic with 38 points, 18 rebounds. Anthony Davis gave it a good run this afternoon. It sucks. It sucks telling these guys every game, proud of you, good effort. We lost. And it's, it's just disappointing to, to come in and, you know, just keep saying we fell short. So Magic Johnson was making the rounds here at ESPN Seaport to this morning. 
And he was on this program, Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, and he said this about the Lakers and DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan, he wanted to play for the Lakers. This man is having an MVP season. I got the call from his agent. Said, hey, man, we want to come home. I know Aaron Goodwin very well. He know Aaron. So he called me. I said, okay. Let me call Rob. Bam. Hey, I, I passed. <laughs> I, I, I know. No look. I know look. I said, hey, talk to Aaron. You guys work that out. I'm out of it now. And it didn't happen. And but they were negotiating. And then here comes this Westbrook thing out of nowhere. So why did the Lakers pass, Magic? Here is Magic Johnson on get up. DeRozan could have been a Laker instead of a Bull. We could have made that deal. But when Russell and LeBron and them start talking, that's when they nixed that deal and went with Westbrook, and he became a Laker instead of DeRozan. Well, LeBron, the GM, may have interfered with LeBron, the player there, Jay. I mean, but, like, that, <laughs> that's an indictment on Rob Palenka. Like, at some point, you have to tell your best player, this is what's best for us right now. And, I, Key, that's always been my thing. Like, I've wondered about when I saw LeBron in Miami, the dynamic between Pat Riley and him, there was a respect level there. And it feels like that level of respect between him and Rob Palenka is nowhere close to the same level it was with Pat Riley because LeBron got his way. And if you're, as a basketball realist, when that, first, when that deal first went down, I came on the show, I'm like, Buddy Hill was a way better fit with how AD and LeBron play. DeMar DeRozan, a mid-range assassin, defensively brings a different dynamic to their team. Those seem like way better fits than Russell, who is a version of LeBron but just watered down, which is still an all-star, but it's not the same. Um, That's that's a major problem. But see, I think there's a couple things that's an underline here. Aaron Goodwin used to be LeBron James' agent. He was LeBron James' first agent. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a clean break, so to speak, when they separated and went in a different direction. DeMar DeRozan is now represented by Aaron Goodwin. I think there was some feelings that played in play mm-hmm. there with LeBron making a decision to go with Westbrook, and he liked Westbrook, but he convinced, or not convinced, but he – he had, and he didn't get his way, but he had, like Magic said, superstar players have always had a, a, a voice in the, in the situation when it comes to putting a team together and going out and getting pieces. They've always, stars have always had a voice. His voice just was louder with Rob Palinka. And that's to say, LeBron James, and I, and I understand people think Rob Palink is a general manager and he, he knows more basketball than LeBron James. I would argue and say Rob Palink doesn't know as much basketball as LeBron James just because he was an agent. It's very easy but, for me to find Jay Will. But it's it's not, very easy for me to find Kobe Bryant. It's not about knowing basketball. It's about knowing personality traits and what fit is. Like that, that's, yeah, but if you don't know basketball and you don't know personality traits, and the personality traits is – I'm not messing with DeMar DeRozan, who's represented by somebody that I had an issue with, and my agent and Rich Paul has an issue with. We not getting ready to put no money in his pocket again. Yep, then you may have want to move on to someone else. But That's all I'm saying. To, yep, he chose to move on to Westbrook, and it did not work. Like, I agree. Who knows more basketball than LeBron? 
So it's more of an indictment of his GMing in that case, letting other things come into absolutely, in, absolutely. That the Lakers now find themselves in this situation. Of course, he did deliver him a championship pretty recently. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.